Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Welcome to the Your Family Bank Show with your host, Larry McLean. Larry and the Your Family Bank team seek to educate Americans just like you by providing real strategies for protecting and growing their hard-earned money. Get set for a show full of economic news and financial information affecting your bottom line. Larry wants you to reach the financial freedom you've worked so hard for. So now, let's start the show. Here's Larry McLean. All right. Good afternoon or good morning, everyone. Thanks for listening to us for the podcast, Your the Your Family Bank Show. I appreciate it. My name is Larry McLean. I'm the host of this show. Uh, founded Your Family Bank almost 14 years ago. Uh, we do a great service for people, helping people get out of debt today and 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 show people how how to do the things that we do and make it happen. And, and so um, I got Matt with me out of Atlanta. Our producer does always a great job with us. Matt, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, Larry. I hope you are as well and having a good week, sir. Yes, we are. You know, I was, I, I was, we were talking, me and Matt was talking before the show. I went down to get some coffee this morning and I'm way out to the office and the people there said, man, you're in a great mood. And I said, man, I'm in a great mood every day that I get up, doggone it. You know, anything we give up above the ground, we're doing good. So thank God for it. So appreciate that. We got a great show for you today. We got a lot of stuff we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the uh, uh, Biden economics and kind of see what see what's going on with that. Give you some uh, give you some insight in that area. I did want to talk to you real quick about I had a had a great uh, a great uh, client come in uh, last week um, and kind of give you an idea who this is. It's a 30, 39 year old single mom. Uh, she has two kids, five and seven. Uh, and talking to her, uh, she actually came off the either the, a radio show or the podcast, wanted to hurt, hurt us and called the office and ca- came in the office. And I did actually did a, a Zoom call with her first and, and kind of went over what Your Family Bank's all about. And so anyway, we got her number. She came in and we showed her how to get out of debt. And we did that within nine years as she had a mortgage and, and credit card debts and things of that nature. and and End up, we we found uh, Matt in this case uh, sixteen hundred fifty dollars. Of she was she we redirected that money into your family bank and showed her how to get debt free in that nine years, and gave her almost over a million dollars more in retirement uh, than what she was going to have, and taking all that interest and pay it to her lenders. At the same time, created some college funding if she needed that when when her, when her youngest kids turned seventeen. Uh, if that's something that she needed in regards to that, because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, a lot of people don't save for college. And another another point in place that your family bank can step in and, and help in that arena. Uh, but one of the great things, Matt, with this was I showed her she was a business owner. She was a part owner in a business. She was doing some her some uh, contributions to 401k. Uh, and but when I showed her what she could do outside of that and. Have you used some of that money into your family bank to create a tax-free environment versus a taxable environment? Um, you know, at the end of the day, it really worked out for her. So here's what happened. Uh, two things happened. Number one, we did it for $1,650, and we got finished doing it with her and showed her how, what she's going to do and where she's going to be. 
uh, she said, well, can I, can I, can I, can I do 2000? <laughs> and we find that a lot, Matt, that people, we show them the program and they want to actually do more than what we're doing to get it, you know, get their self out of, out of debt faster. And, and, and we were able to do that at $2,000 a month. But one of the great things about that was this, is that when I finished going over this and, you know, she, she did all the paperwork, we got all that done. Uh, she said, I'd love for you to come talk to my employees. I don't have a big company, but I'd like for you to come over and talk to my employees. She says, I have 15 employees. I'd love for you to come tell, t- talk to them about your family bank. My point is, ladies and gentlemen, you know, one of the things that we we pride ourselves on is showing people how to get out of debt. And by doing that, it just opens up so many doors that we can help some more, so many more people in regards to that. But my point to you guys is that, you know, this this client came off of either a podcast or the radio show, came in and sit down and showed her how to get out of debt and opened up to help 15 more people. So I'm excited about that, Matt. That that was a great, great, uh, uh, you know, uh, referral, if you will, for her uh, once she saw what she can do. So uh, pretty good week on that, right? Yeah, sounds like it. I mean, and that's, you know, really what it's all about. I love the fact that she was so, um, you know, impressed with the program and and uh, all that it could do for her that she's like, hey, I want to put I'm going to put more money towards it. Um, that really does say a lot about what you guys do, especially for getting people out of debt and, and turning, you know, as, as you always say, turn those liabilities into assets for them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the crazy thing is we have a lot of people that, that try to do it themselves. In this particular case, she was, she was, she was actually taking a thousand dollars extra and paying toward her debts. And we showed her just keep doing the way you were doing. We got out of debt so much more faster, uh, by doing what she was doing pretty much we had all our debts paid off or other than her mortgage in the first gosh uh, uh 13 months and she had over forty thousand dollars in it in money earning interest for her had she been doing herself she would have still been paying on that and didn't have any money working for her so huge benefit for her and uh, we love doing it and so it's exciting to do and talk about that and now for some financial wisdom, it's time for the quote of the week. Inflation eats up the fruits of your labor, leaving you with less to enjoy in your golden years. Warren Buffett said that was, of course, as, uh, Warren Buffett was born in 1930. probably one of the world's most successful investors out there. And uh, what he does, I think, is the fifth or fourth richest man in the world. Um so he's, you know, he's saying that we've inflation is hitting us, and it really is this this uh, Biden economics right now, uh, as they call it. Uh, I don't know if it's working for you, but uh, at the end of the day, it's 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 causing some problems. The following are notable areas where inflation has caused prices to rise a year uh, over year. Inflation figures from August the twenty second, or uh, excuse me, August twenty two to August twenty twenty three, right? Groceries have went up, Matt, get this 4.3% more expensive, okay? That's groceries. That's what we bring home to eat. Then if you eat out, that's gone up 6.5% more expensive to, to eat out. Uh, rent is going is is more expensive. It's went up 7.8%. Electricity is up 2.1% more expensive. This was, this was kind of a shocker to me. Garbage collections went up almost 9% more expensive. To, to pick up your garbage <laughs> than it was a year ago. And motor vehicle insurances went up almost 20%. Uh, 
Uh, motor vehicle repair is up 17% more to fix your car. And new vehicles are are 2.9% are, are more expensive. And of course, I think with the strike going on right now, what's happening with the big three, it may be getting more expensive in the future for sure. Over-the-counter drugs up 7.5%. Um, and one thing we like is hygiene, hygiene products, right? Dental, hair, shaving, that type of stuff. It's went up 7.3%, more expensive than what it was a year ago. And baby food and formula is up 8.4% more expensive. So the impact of inflation really on everyday items, you know, if we look at that, you're looking at food that you eat out, electricity, shelter, uh, new cars, and transportation uh, services up 10.3%. You know, at the end of the day, it's tough, you know, and and I just saw a, a statistic uh that we taught earlier today is 62% all, all Americans today are living from paycheck to paycheck. Well, then paycheck to paycheck, 62% of all Americans today. Uh, that That's frightening to, 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 to a certain extent for sure. I mean, people are living paycheck to paycheck and people say, well, you know, how do we make it? You know, you know, one of the things that, that, you know, first financial education centers and your family bank, what we try to do, just educate our clients, number one, to make sure that they understand, you know, why they're doing some of the things that they're doing, right? And and give them a better better way of doing it. The second is to show them in, reg in regards to inflation, because inflation hasn't been that bad over the last couple of years, but certainly it has gotten really prominent right now. Gasoline costs, uh, you know, if we look at this the on the, on the average, uh, of last Monday, according to AAA, 3.88% per gallon uh, for regular gas, uh, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. The large increase is largely attributed to dynamics of the, or, of the market for crude oil, which uh, is refined into gasoline. And earlier this month, oil prices hit their highest level since November 2022. And so what's happening, you know, uh, <laughs> You look at the Saudis and Russia and what they're what they're doing to oil situations. It is tough, and it's going to make the prices go up even higher. Uh, that we look at that, so you got to understand that. You know, if you look at across the country right now, and you look at what the you know the retail prices of uh, on AAA for gas is. And if you look at some of the highest places out there, um, it, it's it's really uh, if you're looking for five dollars to four dollars of uh, retail prices, is out in um, uh, the Western United States, right? You talk about California, Washington, Oregon, Nevada, uh, all those areas, and and Florida, which I'm in here, uh, we're to the next to the lowest cost uh, in Florida as far as gas, according to AAA, and then of course uh, the lowest would be. The southern United States, including Texas and North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Louisiana, Mississippi, and even um, Tennessee, would be would would, would be the uh, uh, the lowest, if you will. So Florida, being being uh, uh, we're in Florida, Georgia, you're lower than me, buddy. Okay, your 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 cost of gas is three point six to three point three three. We're at three point six to three point one seven. So. At the end of the day, the price per gallon 
uh, is is in Florida is doing pretty good. And so if we look at that, and you can you can look that up at gasprices.tripleway.com. Uh, that's where gas is the most expensive right now is out west. Uh, going if if you gotta go out there, you're gonna pay more for gas. That's for sure. I mean, five dollars and a half a gallon. That that's oh gosh, I don't even know. I don't think I could take that at the pipe. Do you think? I mean, if you look at California, it's five point six. Washington five point five. Nevada four point nine. Hawaii four point eight. Oregon four point seven. Alaska four point six. Arizona a four point five. And Utah four point three. So I like living in Florida, my friend. And you should like living in Georgia when it comes to go them dull. I mean, go Bulldogs, you number one, brother. I mean, in the football arena, you're looking good. We were number three. We dropped to number four after kind of stumbling a little bit with Boston College last week. We were supposed to beat them by 25 and a half point. We just got out of there with a three-point lead uh, with a couple of turnovers, kind of threw that thing off the off the charts. But anyway, we're feeling good, and, and Colorado Buffaloes pulled it out. They were a uh, 25-point favorite, I think, over their team, and they just they got it off in a double overtime. So, you know, I always tell people, Matt, on any given Saturday, anybody can beat anybody else on any Saturday, that's for sure. That is definitely right. You know what? The the Bulldogs kind of had me scared in that first half of their game against yeah. Carolina. Yeah. Weekend. But then, uh, you know, came back with a vengeance in the, in the second half and uh, played more like we're used to seeing them play, so – yeah, able to remain on top there. And, uh, you know, I mean, not paying a lot for gas, you know, between Georgia and South Carolina. And South Carolina usually has some of the lowest gas prices in the country, like all the time. Uh, yeah. I used to cover uh, news and when actually my first TV job was at a station like right on the border of Georgia and South Carolina. And right. everybody used to go right across the border to South Carolina to get their gas because it was so much cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, you know, we're, we're in a good spot with football. We're in a good spot with gas prices, too. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know that in taxes too. I know. I know some people that live in South Carolina and work in North Carolina, but the taxes are lower to live in South Carolina than it is North Carolina for sure. So, uh, you know what? If, if we can save money on taxes, you know, we want to do it, right? And we'll make that happen for sure. So, um, anyway, let's look at why inflation hurts retirees and seniors uh, today. If we look at this with uh, Kippinger. Uh, personal finance talks about inflation and costs uh, you more as a retiree. So retirees tend to spend larger portion of their income on items highly affected by inflation, which is if you retire as a senior uh, and you're listening to the show, you're likely to spend a large part of your income on housing, food, gas, and health care, all of which are seeing a full effects of the inflation. So I mean, all those areas uh, hit the retirees the hardest right now, especially if they're on a fixed income. If, if, if you know they're using just Social Security uh, to to pay to pay everything, and additionally, inflation hurts those who are living off savings and have less money invested in the market, which could otherwise provide for higher yields. And retirees are mo- are are much more likely to be de- uh, dependent on their savings than a younger working person who may receive a cost of living increase in their salary and can afford to have more money at risk in the market. I do know that we're talking about COLAs, right? And we're talking about uh, a little bit about uh, Social Security, but the recent rise in inflation leaves many retirees with a difficult decision on how to protect their retirement savings while still converting or covering their cost uh, of living. And pensions are a common source 
of retirement, of free income for many, but many pensions are struggling to keep up with inflation. Most private pensions don't offer cost of living adjustments or COLAs. Uh, we like to call them like you see with Social Security. I know that we got a Social Security COLA last year of 8%, which was, I mean, we thought at the time was fantastic, but look where we're at with inflation right now. Good night. Thank God. Thank God we got that 8% uh, cost last last year. I mean, because look where, look where we'd be, Matt. Yeah. I mean, the, the biggest um, COLA that we had seen in, in a long time, if not ever, ever. Um, you know, and, and it was very, very helpful in a, in a time of uh, a big inflation. But yeah, as you say, you know, prices, as we just talked about, even over this last year uh, are up even yeah. higher overall, uh, probably about, a, you know, probably about a year ago or, or sure. so, maybe a little bit more than a year ago, we were talking about egg prices and and how, the, you know, this, the cost of eggs due to the, all the supply chain issues and avian flu and all that stuff eggs were like, you know, you have to take out a second mortgage on the house just to get some eggs. At least like stuff like that has come down some, but it's still too high. And people, you know, even even people in Washington will tell you it's too high right now. Um, but, you know, it's like, how do you tamp it down? How do you tamp it down? They've been trying, the Federal Reserve has been trying by raising interest rates, which makes things more expensive to buy if you've got big ticket purchases like cars and houses and stuff like that. So it's just it's a it's a double edged sword, um, but yeah, I mean it, it's um, it's not an easy time, especially as you say, if you're living on a fixed income like on Social Security, just relying on that. Yeah, I mean, if you look at Social Security, I mean they they offer colas, right? They you know they often fall short though the actual increase to the prices according to the CPI because of this, retirees relying on Social Security can see insufficient income moving forward, and according to the senior citizen. So league research social security benefits have lost over 30 percent of their purchasing power since 2000 but due to the large part uh, to inadequate colas and rising health care costs which again that's where a lot of people that are retired spend their money on health care so to address this growing issue the senior citizen league urges congress to adopt the legislation that would base the cola on the inflation index especially if if we're talking about seniors like the cost uh, consumer price index for the elderly CPI-E. So they're looking at that. The index that is currently used to measure inflation, the consumer price index for urban wage uh, earners, underestimates inflation that Social Security beneficiaries experience because it does not effectively consider expenses like health care or housing. So Good point there. I mean, for seniors, is that if they would adopt that and do that, and and they also said that um, the TSCL supports legislation like the CPI uh, E Elderly Act that guarantees a three percent COLA Act, the Senior Security Act, and several other bills that would be better protect the purchasing power of Social Security benefits. They also support legislation that would give beneficiaries the modest boost and benefits to help compensate for the years of excessively low colas that we go through in regards to that. So, you know, at the end of the day, are people talking that, you know, to 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 maybe do something about it? The answer is yes, but will they do it? The answer is we don't know, right? We just don't know in regards to that. So we talk about Social Security uh, forecast for 2024 and beyond. Senior Citizens League said on Wednesday that Social Security uh, Cost of Living Adjustment, or COLA, 
will be likely between about 3.2% for 2024. Overall, the inflation rate is significantly lower than a year ago. However, the most uh, older Americans support the persistency high prices still affects their household budgets, according to the survey by TSCLO. So from the Social Security, if you go to ssa.gov, the old age and survivor insurance OASI trust fund. We said this uh, last week, and I, I think even a week before, we'll be able to pay 100% of total scheduled benefits un, until 2033, one year earlier than reported last year at that time. But the fund reserves uh, will become depleted and continue into continuing the program will be only sufficient to pay 77% of the scheduled benefits. So we're looking, you know, if you look at that, you're looking at a 23% decrease, Matt, in 3033, uh, if something's not done. And, you know, what that something is, we don't know. Uh, but that's a huge, that's a huge uh, decrease, 23%, especially if you consider, you know, inflation that's going crazy right now too, going up, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, with inflation going up, you don't <laughs> definitely don't need a 23 or 25% you know, a quarter of your of your benefit amount essentially to go away you need more not less so yeah it's um not a, a pretty picture if nothing is done surely uh, you know and this is the optimist in me maybe but surely something will be done but as you say we don't know exactly what that might be we don't know when it might get done uh, you know it, it seems like uh, it's a struggle to get uh, politicians in in DC these days to agree that the sky is blue on any given day. So it's it's pretty tough. Yeah, you know, and we and and I'm thinking about and uh, you know the job situation and what the unemployment is and you know what the crazy thing is about this thing. We got more jobs opening than we have people that's unemployed right now. And and you know I I, I scratch my head and I'm thinking you know that doesn't make sense. And everywhere I go, any place I go, we are hiring. Every, I mean, every truck driving down the road, uh, anything that you see today, any any company you go to is that we are hiring. And and, and think about that for a second. Here's where I'm going to say benefits that paid out by the program have, has exceeded the money coming in since 2021. What does that mean? That the people that are paying into Social Security since 2021 is depleting that account, and now is expected to be depleted by twenty uh, and thirty-three uh, or twenty thirty-three. Right, that's a year earlier than forecasted last year, but that's caused a slower economy growth, and unless a change are made before then to shore up the program, sixty-six million Social Security recipients would see their benefits cut by twenty-three to twenty-five percent. Matt. That, I mean, I, that's scary if we think about that, right? Yeah, that, that is yeah. scary because, you know, I mean, if, if, especially, you know, if you were in that situation where, uh, you know, yeah. unfortunately, uh, a lot of people tend to be because they haven't had, um, you know, the the right help in, in planning uh, for their retirement, but they get to retirement and they just have Social Security to rely on. That's it. And then you get take a, a quarter of that away. That is not a recipe for success, especially with with any kind of inflation. I mean, even with two or three percent inflation, 
let alone when we had it, what was it, its peak, like 9% about a uh, little, little over a year ago or so. So yeah, yeah it's yeah, it's just a rough situation. Well, Medicare, the Medicare Trust Fund, of course, that's the health side of the fence, which supplements payments to hospitals and nursing home, is also running out of cash. And that could result in an 11% pay cut to, to health care providers unless changes are made by 2031. So the deadline in three years later than has been forecasted last year. So we have to understand something. You know, if, if, if you are retired, maybe there's something that you can do today to, to offset some of these situations that may be looming in the, in the future. So here's what I'll say. Give us a call here at 904-940-9555 here at my office. And, and, and if you're calling during the, the, uh, the, the work hours, just press zero and you'll talk to a uh, real live person here at our offices or go on our website, yourfamilybank.org, yourfamilybank.org, and you can put your information in there, your name and uh, information and your phone number. And one of my uh, ladies will give you a call back and we'll get you on the schedule to either talk to you on a conference call or a Zoom call or get you to come in if you're local here, come directly into our office. So take advantage of this free offer. Uh, for for you that's listening to us right now at 904-940-9555 or schedule it, you, you, you know, to get with us on a company retirement consultation on yourfamilybank.org and, and and schedule a time to there. All right. So how do you protect your retirement from inflation, Matt? So let's talk about, okay, we got Social Security. That's one thing. Well, let's talk about other retirements that we're talking about. So first of all, let's diversify your investment. So diversifying your investment portfolio can help you mitigate the impact of inflation. Consider a mix of access such as stocks, fixed index annuities, real estate, alternate investors, uh, investments, and also uh, MG, uh, MYGAs, right, or structured notes. So, I mean, you got to be diversified. You got to have this thing spread across. Delay Social Security benefits. Maybe you're... You're 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 getting ready to retire, and you're deciding whether you know should take Social Security now or delay it. Well, delaying your Social Security benefits can lead to a higher monthly payments in the future, and a strategy can provide you with a more substantial income stream later in retirement than when you may need it the most. In regards to that, so that's something that we do too. We 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 lay that out for you and show you exactly what would be the best time to take that Social Security. And by the way, if you're married. Which one would be the best time to take it? Maybe one take it sooner than the other one uh, and delay the other one to give a higher amount. Uh, consider part-time work. Some retirees choose to work part-time or uh, you're pursuing a, a, a gig work in retirement, right, so to speak. Uh, this can be provide additional income to supplement your retirement savings and help compact the fear of running out of money. And many retirees enjoy keeping active by staying somewhat involved in workplace. I know the people... <laughs> The people at Home Depot, there's a lot of people at Home Depot that I that work there, that just work there part time. I, I know a lot of my clients that let's say the wife's at home and the husband retires, and about a year later, you know, the wife and the husband will come in here and she'll say, "Larry, you got to get him a job. He, he can't, I can't take him at my house twenty four seven. He got to have a job, right? That's that's another thing, part time work, right?" Uh, a lot of people, I know a lot of guys, at, you know, uh, uh, at the golf course, they work at the golf course uh, part-time uh, after retirement, too. Recalculate uh, your budget. Carefully manage your expenses by creating a realistic budget. 
monitor uh, monitor your spending and adjust it as needs to ensure that you're not overspending or depleting your savings too quickly. Remember that you don't want to uh, set it and forget it. That's not what we want to do in our finances, right? Finances require regular monitoring and adjustments to get the most out of what you have worked for so hard. We were talking about this on our early call for, for we were training some financial advisors today. And one of the things we were talking about was you got to have a balance, you know, and people and, and people to get retired there. You know, we've got this line here of just, you know, the middle line, you got above the budget and below the budget. And we want to try below, you know, keep below that budget as much as possible. But we want to, we also want to create play checks, right? Uh, along the way. And so we get to do some of the things that we like to do, but you got, you know, when you're, when you get ready to retire, you're going to plan for a lot of different things. You got taxes, you got to plan for, uh, you know, when we talk about taxes, we're talking about real estate taxes or condo fees and all the things that go along with retirement. You got to take out all consideration and lay it all, all out and travel. You know, if you want to do a, a, you know, a trip a year or two or three or whatever the case may be, that's all got to, got to be planned. And you've got to, you know, Lay it out in the budget, and we can certainly help you in that. Uh, number three, stay informed. By listening to our show each week, uh, you can stay up to date with financial news, economic, economic trends that we bring to you, being aware of the inflationary pressure and adjusting your financial strategy according to and And the key is protecting your retirement to make that happen. Um, lastly, consult with a financial advisor. We'd like for you to consult with us, but consider working with a financial advisor or advisor who specializes in retirement planning. Uh, they can provide tailored advice and help you navigate the complexity of retirement finance. So here's what I can say. We've been in business for over 30 years, and we've never had a client run out of money yet. Uh, so that's a pretty good uh, uh, explanation point on what we do for our clients. And, you know, we, we, we show our clients how to spend money. And I tell a lot of my clients, listen, you know, you're you're driving a 10-year-old car, you won't get a new car, you won't go on a trip, you won't do this, you won't do that. As soon as you die, your kid's going to buy a new car, they're going to go on all those trips and do all the things that you wouldn't do. You might as well do it yourself. And we can show you how to do that and also leave money to your kids. And in most of the case, a lot of people want to leave money to their kids, and I get it. Uh, I have I have three children, nine grandkids, and one great-grandbaby and one great-baby on the on the way as of uh, this week, I understand. So I'm excited about that. But here's what I want you to know. I'm not going to leave my kids a lot of money. I'm going to leave them life insurance. I ain't going to leave them cash. I'm going to spend the cash myself. And me and mom are going to have a good time along the way. And whatever we would leave for them, we'll leave in life insurance in regards to that. I tell people, you know, I've got $8 million of life insurance on me right now if I was dropped dead. And I told Donna, when you walk down that aisle, don't be skipping and whistling and, and you know, excited because, you know what, I don't, I've hired some professional criers to come in because I don't think anybody's going to be crying at my funeral. Uh, and, and so, I want you know, at the end of the day, I want, I want everybody to be okay. But at the same time, I want to be okay. And my wife wants to be okay spending money and having a good time now. So, that may be you, and, and we want to, we want to talk about how, how I can help you do that. So give us a call at 904-940-9555. All right, so Matt, we're going to talk about, we're going to jump in this thing and talk about how fixed index annuities offer protection from inflation, all right? So inflation. So, you know, a lot of times annuities uh, get 
a bad rap. You know, you got some people like, uh, oh, let's see, Dave Ramsey or Crazy Susie Orman or somebody like that talking about annuities and 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 be, be honest with, you, I don't think I don't think they they know exactly sometimes what they're talking about because there are billions of dollars going into annuities right now. I mean, billions of dollars are going in. Number one, your principal is 100% protected. So with a fixed index annuity, returns are tied to the stock market index. Your money's not directly invested in the stock market, but it allows you to enjoy market-like gains without the risk. That's important. You're not going to get 100% of the gain, but you're not taking any of the risk either in regards to that. So that's a good deal, right? We only recommend FIAs or fixed index annuities that offer 100% prote uh, principal protection and 100% financial reserve requirements so that your money is invested as safe as possible. You know, that's a great thing about, you know, uh, looking at annuities. The insurance company has got to have dollars on reserve to make sure that those claims are going to be paid. And that's, that's a requirement. They have to have that. The second situation for uh, index annuities is income for life. Uh, you can term that like a personal pension programs. And uh, fixed index annuities provide market-like uh, gains, again, and personal protection, but they also provide income payments for your lifetime uh, for as long as you live. And no matter if you run out of money or not, it would still, I, I tell people, think of it like Social Security, for instance. Whatever the amount is, that's one amount, and it can it can help in inflation too. Uh, in in regards to that, so once it, the the annuitant or the annuitant owner turns on the income, they will receive an income stream for life. This protects retirees from longevity risk because we are living longer than ever before, which is a good thing, right? Number one fear of retirees is running out of money. Well, guess what? If we can put in position where we're not going to run out of money that we pay the rest of our life, and that could be husband and wife, could be joint owners. It could be not only joint owners with you and your wife, it could be joint owners with one of your children. There's a lot of different ways to structure that. But here's what I can tell you, that it will pay for the rest of your life. I remember a lady coming in to me years ago, and um, she put money back away for her daughter. Her daughter was a doctor, and her doctor made the daughter made great money, but she didn't save a penny. And mom wanted to put this in place, and we did. So when she turns 65, that that doctor will have a great retirement because of her mother, not because of what the doctor did in regards to that. Now, I think the doctor's done better over the years. But at the end of the day, it's a great way to create a benefit for somebody going forward, and it's tax-deferred uh, along the way. So that's that's the good news. And you don't have to pay taxes, really, on your principal. It's it's only on your gain, in regard to that, and it and it and it beats out really. If we look at CDs for a second, if you put money in a CD, is CDs are paying higher than they have paid in 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 the last five to seven years, eight years, for nine years probably. And I agree with that. Some of you paying four to seven percent in, in regards to that. But at the end of the day, what you can do, what you can do, uh, you you pay taxes on your gain, so. You're not, if they say you're getting a 4% or 5% gain, you're really not because you got to pay taxes on on the interest that you earn. Whereas the annuity, you defer those taxes and that money still makes money for you. So if we can if we can help you in any way in regards to that or take a look at it, see if a FIA would, would make, you know, would do better for you and let take a look at it 
what it would look like to, uh, uh, in, in your situation. We'll be glad to, 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 to look at that for you. Uh, give us a call here at the office, 904-940-9555, and make that happen uh, a little bit for you. So if we can help you, we'd love for you to do that. All right, so let's talk about, uh, Matt, you, you, you brought this to, uh, uh, you said a little bit about this a few minutes ago. We talked about what the COLA history has been. And if we look, if we look at what the COLA history can be for, let's go back to 2010. Uh, it was zero in 2010. It went up 3.6% in 11, went up 1.7 in 12, 1.5 in 13, 1.7 in 14, zero in 15, 0.03 in 16, two points in 17. 18, 2.8, 19, 1.6, 21, 5.9, and then it went up 2022, 8.7. Uh, so, you know, keeping up with inflation, it hasn't done that. And, and of course, uh, we will have that 3. Point, I think 3.2 uh, here next year as we look at that. All right. It's this week in history. We're talking about birthdays, September 23rd. On this date, 1949, American singer, songwriter, and musician Bruce Springsteen was born in Long Branch, New Jersey. And he has sold over 150 million albums worldwide and more than 64 million in the United States alone. He is ranked 23rd on the Rolling Stone list of the greatest art artists of all time. Also on this date in the film industry, 1969, Americans film Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid has world premiere and quickly became a Western classic. Uh, starring Paul Newman and Robert Redford collected seven Academy Awards, including Best Story and, and Screenplay. The film, film was ranked number seventh greatest Western of all time of American Film Institute. September 24th in politics on this date, 1789, the first Supreme Court was established. The Judiciary Act was passed by Congress and signed by President George Washington and established the Court of Six Justice Gathering. President Washington nominated John Jay to preside as Chief Justice, John Rutledge and William Cushing and John Blair and Robert Harrison and James Wilson to be Associate Justices. Film TV on this day, 1977. Boy, this is a great one. The Love Boat made its debut on ABC. Yeah, I don't know if you remember that, Matt. You probably don't remember that back in the day, but we had we had the Love Boat, buddy. <laughs> Boy, I tell you what, I, I do remember all kinds of like anytime I look up online, if I see somebody in a in a TV show even now. And I'm like, boy, that person looks familiar. Where have I seen them before? And I go online and look at the stuff that they've done. So many people were on that show, like as guests. Oh, I think it was like the big thing was the, all the guests. Was. The old love boat. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Look, look at birthday. On this day, 1944, American actor, producer Michael Douglas was born. Boy, he's a great actor. Douglas received numerous uh, accolades, including two Academy Awards, five Golden Globe Awards, and, and primetime Emmy. One of the best shows I ever see that he, I mean, he done so many, but one of the, the uh, uh, that he did was The Game. I don't know if you ever saw that. That was an amazing show uh, to watch that. If you ever get a chance to watch that, you need to watch that with him in it. All right. 
Birthday on this day, 1929, American broadcast journalist, anchor of television, host Barbara Walters was born. Walters have appeared to host on numerous television shows, including Today's Show, The View, 2020, ABC, and, and News. 1974, Walters co-hosted The Day Show for the first time, thus become the first woman to co-host American News Program. All right, so that's 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 your loss in history. Let me say this. Give us a call here at 904-940-9555. Um, if you, we've got free reports available for you. The widow's tax, bank failures, tax-free investments for a better retirement, bond replacement, eliminate fees and establish on your personal uh, uh, pension, uh, 23 retirement cost, uh, cost cutters for 2023, saving you money. So if you need those reports, we can give it to you absolutely free. Be glad to do that and help you out in any way we possibly can. But at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, you know what? You got to do something about it. It's up to you. I tell people, let's get out of debt. Let's let's have a, de- uh, a tax-free retirement. Let's make life a lot better than what it is today. Put us on the road. Give us a roadmap. Uh, show us how to go and get down that road. Uh, I always t- tell people, no matter what it takes, uh, no excuses. Let's make it happen. Give us a call here. Again, 904-940-9555 or yourfamilybank.org. You can get with us on that. And Matt, uh, appreciate you, buddy. Appreciate your help today. Thanks a lot. I know we're up against the hour here. We're going to uh, jump out of here and get, and, and get going. So thanks a lot, man. Appreciate you. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you and everything that you bring to the show each week as well. And we'll talk at you next time. All right, buddy. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Your Family Bank Show with your host, Larry McLean. You deserve to work with a financial expert who has a track record of helping clients exceed their financial goals by implementing safe and proven strategies. To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation with Larry, visit yourfamilybank.org. Fixed annuities, including multi-year guaranteed rate annuities, are not designed for short-term investments and may be subject to restrictions, fees, and surrender charges as described in the annuity contract. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuer. Why do annuities get a bad rap? Experts say it boils down to the risks involved with just one type, variable annuities. I'm Matt McClure with the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife. Unlike other annuity products, such as fixed, fixed-indexed, or multi-year guaranteed annuities, variable annuities put your principal at risk in the market. That's why Ford Stokes, author of the book Annuity 360, often refers to them as scariable annuities. This type of annuity includes an investment feature managed by mutual fund managers because the funds are exposed to the stock market. They are exposed to higher risk, which means they carry the potential for substantial losses. Ford says two things determine the value of your variable annuity, the principal, which is the money you put into the annuity, and the returns the underlying investments earn over time. But be careful. Variable annuities are tied to specific investments, which is a double-edged sword for most investors. There is the possibility of impressive growth, also a very real danger of major losses, including your principal. Bottom line, Ford says he does not recommend variable annuities for any of the clients in his investment advisory business. He says a much better option is the fixed-indexed annuity. A fixed-indexed annuity gives you a portion of market-like gains without market risk. Your investment is tied to an index, but not directly invested in it. And he says that provides an annuity product that fits the Goldilocks definition. Not too hot, not too cold, but just right. 
So are you ready for market-like gains without the market risk for a portion of your retirement plan? Well, that's a key question to consider as you weigh the options for your future. With the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife, I'm Matt McClure.